0: Welcome to the SD Sports Scene Podcast. Each week, we'll cover all things sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota with scores, stats, schedules, interviews, and much more. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and please make sure to check out your source for sports at sdsportsscene.com. Welcome to... This week's SD Sports Scene Podcast, I'm Dave Vilhauer, joined alongside, as always, by Jacob Wirtz. Jacob, how's it going today?
1: Hey, we're doing good, Dave. The sun's shining, and warmer temperatures, and we're... It feels like spring and it's, out there, and it's playoffs. Yes, <laughs> playoffs.
0: That's what we're talking about. Uh, but this is an exciting time. We got girls' regions this week. We got state wrestling. Uh, the boys will start their uh, postseason basketball next week. So this, this is when it really gets fun. It's winter go home time, and the games just feel different. You know, there's a lot of electricity in the air, and uh, you walk into the gym, and it just feels a lot different than the regular season, in my opinion. And you can just you can just tell there's a certain excitement and record mean nothing. Underdogs all I need is one good game to move on and upset somebody and there's just a, a different vibe, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is the time of year we look forward to. It's really one of the best times of the year whether it's high school sports, college sports. You got March Madness coming up. Oh, it's, man. it's one of the premier times yeah. of the of the yeah. calendar. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to take a look here at uh, the week in review and take a look at the, one of the last polls of the year. We got one more coming up after uh, this week. We'll also take a look at some of those matchups here with the uh, with the girls uh, pe- uh, region uh, events coming up. One more night, big night of um, boys college or boys college boys high school basketball, and then of course uh, we'll head into the postseason for them next week. But taking a look back here, this past week, uh, boy, what a what a crazy. Uh, night uh, Monday night at the Civic Arena, Aberdeen uh, Christians Joey Johnson with a school record forty eight points in that contest as uh, as the Knights took down Hitchcock Tulare, and uh, boy, I tell you what, he had thirty three at the half. And uh, guys were just bouncing off of him in the lane. I mean, he was just doing whatever he wanted to, and uh, he uh, he ends up with the school record. And uh, afterwards, I caught up with Joey, and uh, we talked about that school record. <laughs> you were a football player. And now, all of a sudden, you're the school record holder for basketball. What's going on? Uh,
2: I mean, it was a lot of my teammates helping me get open. I mean, we knew kind of once. I, I kind of got hot in that first half, and we knew, obviously, I kind of had a shot at breaking the record. So... I was telling my teammates, you know, I don't want to play selfish or anything, but just let's so heads up, I, you know, I'm kind of close and they were the ones telling me the whole time. They're like, just play selfish, do whatever you want, just get that record and so.
0: Yeah, well, they obviously guys were passing up shots to get it to you. For
2: sure, yeah. Uh, and, and that that was yeah, awesome. My <laughs> teammates are the best. I I couldn't have done it without them.
0: Guys were bouncing off you. they really <laughs> never had an answer. Yeah. So, obviously,
2: you knew what the record was coming in? Yeah, uh, uh, it's uh, on a big board in our uh, school up by the gym, and uh, it's something I've always saw.
0: Did you you ever think you'd
2: get it? Uh, To be honest, no, I didn't, Uh, especially, I mean, into this year, I kind of thought, like, well, maybe if I have a good game or something like that, but, I mean, once I kind of saw they weren't really bringing a double or anything, I kind of knew, like, hey, I actually might have a shot at breaking this, so... Um,
0: Do you remember who had it, and did you ever watch him play?
2: Uh, I know Matt Rohrbach had it, but I I never watched him, no. I just knew he had it.
0: Okay. Um, You know, another win for you guys tonight. For sure, yeah. Uh, And, um, you know, you just kind of methodically are going through teams left and right Mm -hmm. here. Uh, how do you keep this going here without focusing down the road too far because you've got some tough teams to finish off the regular season. Yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, we're obviously not looking over anyone. We know Lankford's had their struggles and stuff, but they're still a team. we got to win. we got to yeah. show up. and uh, It's just about taking it one game at a time, and that's really how it's been. Uh, even since we were losing right away, we said, you know, we're not looking at, oh, can we make it back to state? Can we do this? We're not looking at that. We're just going to go one game at a time, and so that's how we've just been handling it and from what, here.
0: what will it take to get back to that stage?
2: Uh, just Keep playing the brand of basketball we play, which is physical, getting to the rim. You know we're not last year's team, but uh, we have our own talents, and you know we have what we have to offer. And so we just got to keep playing our brand of basketball, which is fast passing.
0: You know, attacking a little bit in transition, getting to the rim. So, for sure. Uh, No, that's it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And then prior to that game, the uh, Hitchcock Tulare girls uh, defeating Aberdeen Christian. A strong, strong second half effort there for the Patriots led by uh, Caitlin Schroeder, just a really outstanding athlete. Of course, a fantastic volleyball player, very good basketball player as well. She ended up scoring her thousandth point uh, later in the week. But following that game, I caught up with Caitlin and we talked about the difference in the second half there against Aberdeen Christian. Nice job tonight. I thought your rebounding was really the difference in this basketball game. Yeah. How were you able to get so many offensive rebounds as a team tonight?
2: Uh, You know, not only me being... Uh, a tall player. I feel like we have a lot of tall players. We saw that in our volleyball season, and just using our ability with our height and our strength, really rebounding is what keeps us in our games. So you know, this was a pretty
0: tight game going yeah. into the fourth. Mm-hmm. They couldn't hardly score in the fourth quarter. Did you do something a little bit different defensively? Yeah.
2: So we went into halftime and we talked. We were like, you know, our press really isn't working. we're just pressuring them to shoot these shots and they're going in, so we just we took them them back to half and we kind of made them set up something and I just think making them set up something like that. We just worked on our defense and just talked with each other, and that's really
0: what worked out. And then, of course, on a Tuesday night, a more basketball action, uh, a unique kind of a contest, if you will, with Great Plains Lutheran playing North Central at the uh, Trinity Lutheran School gym. And uh, it turned out to be a bit of a homecoming there. Abby Jinstead from Great Plains Lutheran is actually an Aberdeen native. She went to Trinity Lutheran and uh, practiced uh, a ton in that gym, uh, very familiar with that facility. So it was kind of a home court advantage for her and uh, a really nice showing by her and the panthers and you know they uh, they 've got a really nice team set a school record for victories this year and so we talked a little bit about that squad and uh, and what makes that team so special here 's Abby this is a school record for wins whats make, what makes this team so special
2: now we all just have a very close relationship and we can trust each other and I feel like we have a good variety of posts and guards and people that can handle the ball people that can shoot work in the post Mm -hmm. and no one on our team is selfish no one's looking for points we all
0: just want the best for each other Yep. I thought you just harassed them out front didn't let them get into their offense you got some good speed some quickness some size and you really kind of set the tone defensively for this game was that kind of the goal coming in
2: yeah coach always says he wants defense to be our calling card and you know offense isn't always there but you can always win the game with good defense that's what we always try and do
0: and then uh, some some big games later in the week. Uh, we we had uh, Ron Colley with a nice uh, sweep over Duel, but I tell you what, those Cardinals uh, gave the Ron Colley girls all they wanted that night. Uh, I tell you what, it was a it was a very tight game. Ron Colley kind of pulled away late, but uh, credit to Duel. I mean, they uh, I know they're under five hundred, but they had a strong showing in that game. And then uh, of course uh, a lot of games at the Warner Classic as well. Uh, and then uh, you uh,
1: you had a game there too, Jacob. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, at, uh, the civic arena on, on, uh, Friday, um, <clears throat> Aberdeen run, or Aberdeen Christian, rather, they played Potter County in a double header and, uh, <clears throat> two, two really good games. Uh, mm-hmm. the girls game was kind of a, uh, first, ha- uh, the first half there Potter County was, uh, used a big second quarter to pull away there and, um, End up having a chance to talk to Zoe Minke, who had a big week last oh my week. Oh goodness, you were on talk about a big week. She had 10 three-pointers in a game,
0: uh, I believe it was on Tuesday, and uh, at that point, that tied the state record. Uh, of course, uh, that was broken with 12 three-pointers uh, by a player from Ethan later in the week, but uh, certainly an outstanding week for Zoe.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and we actually talked about that after the game, kind of the big week she had. She had Four, I think four or five, four three pointers in the night <laughs> against Christians. So she had
0: 19 threes on the week.
1: Yeah, that a <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. And we talked about that after the game. I had a chance to catch up with her. Here okay. she is. You had a big week this week with the school <laughs> yeah. record, and of course you had, had three or four threes tonight. You know, yeah. um, just how have you been able to just continue to make shots like that for your team?
2: A lot of practice. <laughs> My siblings are very competitive, so it took a lot because I want to beat them, but. Um, I, my teammates give me some good passes. Caden takes a lot of pressure off of me in the paint, so then she can pass it back out to me on the three-point line. But
1: yeah, has that always been your strength? Is the three-point shot? <laughs> yeah,
2: when I had ten three-pointers, I didn't shoot one two-pointer. <laughs> I like the three-point line.
1: And of
0: course, uh, a big weekend of uh, hoops action for Northern State uh, as they uh, the women with a sweep and the men got swept, although. <laughs> The men, strong, strong effort. Lost on a last-second shot to Winona on Friday. Lost in the closing seconds against a, a two-loss man, a Minnesota State team on Saturday. Really a strong effort for the Wolves, but couldn't quite uh, get it done. But the Northern women, with a huge win over uh, Minnesota State uh, on Saturday, snapping the Mavericks' 19-game winning streak, dating all the way back to November. And I know you had that game, Jacob. Uh, what did you see there from the Wolves?
1: Man, I tell you what, that was a back-and-forth contest there in the first half half, and, and uh, Northern was able to kind of build it. I think they built a 10-point lead in that first half with some hot shooting in the second quarter, and uh, they were able to just continue that in the second half. They made some adjustments at halftime. They weren't getting the ball down low to Madeline Bragg like they have all year. Uh, that's been their bread and butter for most of the year, and that wasn't happening. They were kind of taking shots from the outside and things like that, and second half, they adjust, they adjusted to that. Mm-hmm. Got the ball down low to Bragg, um, Rihanna Phillippe, DeConte Smith, right. and among others, they yeah. were shooting from all over the place, and that just helped finish it off in in the game.
0: Sure. Also of note, uh, Aberdeen Central winning the Region 3A Wrestling Tournament for the first time since 2015. So a very strong showing there for the Golden Eagles, who will be taking all 14 members of the boys squad to the state tournament this weekend in Sioux Falls. So we'll definitely keep an eye on the the Golden Eagles. They're going to make a strong run to try and win that state championship. Also of note this past week, uh, some sad news out of Gettysburg where uh, we lost uh, Vern Smith, longtime football coach, athletic director at Gettysburg, and for the Potter Potter County Battlers and uh, just a, a really, a really somber note there. And uh, Vern was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer uh, this past fall and, uh, and lost his battle here this past week. And I had a chance to talk to Vern last fall. And one, one of the things that he said to me that really resonated with me, and, and, you, and you, you th- there's a lot to unpack here in just this real short sentence. He says, you, you tend to not sweat the small stuff, but yet you notice the small stuff. And uh, just uh, just a, a lot of stuff there to, to really ponder on and think about. And Vern, uh, obviously no stranger to success, uh, took many of those uh, football teams down to the Dakota Dome. There, also track and field coach uh, got to, got to work with Vern a lot. And I know Jacob, you watched uh, a part of that service uh, on, on the live stream.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was a great service there. And there's actually going to be another funeral on Tuesday uh, in Brookings, um, him being from white South Dakota originally, 1981 graduate of Dubrook, and went to Dakota State uh, and earned a degree in accounting and business education. And, 1987 moved to Gettysburg, and that's wow. where that's where he stayed up until he passed yeah. away. And yep. uh, yeah, a lot, you know, I never met Vern personally, yeah. but I remember yeah. as a kid, and and even in high school, those Gettysburg and Potter County oh. teams were solid on the football oh, man, field. And there was a stretch there in the 2000s where yes. they were there about every other oh, year, and man. and could could never get over the hump. Yeah, and right then the, finally that finally 2013 the, yeah. team, they yeah. finally yeah. did. They did and, it. Yep. And uh, so, yeah. And then, of course, they went back here. uh, 2021 was their last appearance and fell in overtime. But just a great, uh, great career there. So many solid teams. Uh, Just a wonderful coach.
0: Yes. Impacted the lives of many, many people through the years. Well, taking a look at this week's poll here, we've got one more poll left after this week, and uh, again, uh, not a lot of receiving votes teams. It's kind of pretty much cut and dried here for the most part. Although I will say that uh, you know we do have one new number one here and a little bit of movement among the top five. So let's get started on the uh, on the boys' division. Jacob, what do we see in Class AA?
1: Yeah, Class AA, uh, Just a slight change here at the bottom of the top five, but the top three stay the same. Mitchell no, still number one. Harris two Brandon Valley three Uh, Sioux Falls Washington moves up one spot to number four and Roosevelt moves down a spot to number five Um, and uh, Rapid City Stevens and Watertown receiving votes
0: yeah, you know, and again, I've gotten a chance to see quite a few of those teams. And, uh, you know, on a given night, uh, I'll tell you what, anybody can beat anybody. Uh, Mitchell's, you know, they're 17-1, and one, but they've won some really close basketball games here in the last month or so. So I wouldn't even say that they're a lock for anything necessarily, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Class A,
1: Class A. No changes here. Sioux Falls Christian still undefeated. The number one, Hamlin number two. They finished the regular season with a 17-3 and record. Uh, Pine Ridge, uh, they're number three. Dakota Valley, number four. Sioux Valley, number five. And Rapid City Christian and Hot Springs receiving votes.
0: Yeah, and again, these uh, these teams have pretty much been static here throughout the course of the year. Sioux Falls Christian, I think, has been number one. Well, maybe Dakota Valley early in the year, but Sioux Falls Christian been number one for a good share of the season. And of course, uh, Hamlin with three of their lost Losses, uh, three lo- Two of their three losses to Sioux Falls Christian. Uh, both of them very close games. In fact, one right down to the wire. So uh, that could get very interesting. Of course, like you always like to say, that the Class B one's always a, a big interest around here because... These teams will be heading to Aberdeen here in a couple of weeks, and, uh, boy, things are kind of tight.
1: Absolutely, yeah. The top uh, four stay the same, and we have a new number five. Uh, Castlewood remains number one, White River two. Uh, very close in first-place votes, so nine for Castlewood, eight for White River. So, like you said, very tight. Uh, Desmet number three. Weston and Springs, number four. And then Howard, after that big win over Viber Curley last week, uh, they knocked the Cougars out of the top five, and they move into that number five spot. Leola Frederick, Viber Curley, and Del Rapids St. Mary receiving votes.
0: Yeah, you know, and Leola Frederick has just uh, been on that, on the verge of making the top five. They've been uh, the top receiving votes team for probably at least a month. The uh, Titans were just the uh, one loss on the season. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, the race for Aberdeen is going to be officially on here in about a week or so. Looking at some uh, at the girls' division, Class AA, uh, not much change there.
1: No, not much change. Similar to the boy Class B boys, just one change at number five. Uh, the top four, though, stay the same. O'Gorman still undefeated in number one, Mitchell, uh, number two. Two, Brandon Valley, number three. Sioux Falls Jefferson, four. And then uh, Pierre moves into that number five spot. Spearfish and Harrisburg are receiving votes.
0: You know, I saw that Pierre team about a month ago. They got a really nice team, a very nice team. I would, definitely wouldn't sleep on the governors there. Uh, I think they could make some noise here in the postseason. Class A, again, uh, kind of chalked for the top five.
1: Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, no changes here. Uh, Flandreau, they stay number one. They con- they conclude the regular season 20-0. and 0. Um, and so does uh, well, <laughs> yeah. the former Red Cloud, right, uh, nineteen right. and zero. They just actually uh, had a board meeting, or yeah. they they sent a a, a uh, what right. do you want to say a, a yeah a
0: recommendation recommendation to yeah.
1: the to the board yeah. of directors, and they actually yeah. got the name changed to yeah. I don't I don't know if I'm going to say this right. right, but Mapia Luta, which right. means Red Cloud or right. Cloud Red, yeah. yep. but um, that's that's an official right. name change. So yes. Ma- Mapia Luta is number two. Uh, Sioux Falls Christian 3, Sisseton 4, T-Area 5, and then Wagner, Vermillion, and Belfouche receiving votes. I'm telling
0: you, when you, when you have T as the fifth-rated team in a poll, <laughs> those guys are really good. They they have been beating double-A teams by 30, 40 points. Uh, don't sleep on them. That's a, that's, a, that's how strong that class is when they're fifth. And, and the teams above them are very, very good teams. So that's going to be a great state tournament down in Brookings coming up for sure. We have a new number one in Class B, Jacob.
1: Absolutely, yeah. After Ethan got beat by Freeman last week, uh, Centerville moves into that top spot now. Uh, Ethan just drops one spot to number two. Uh, Harding County still undefeated after they completed the 19-0 regular season. They're number three. Arlington number uh, four. They actually move up a spot to number four. Uh, Wall actually drops a spot to number five. And then Lyman, Freeman after that big win over Ethan and Warner all receiving votes.
0: Yeah, I got a chance to see that Warner team here uh, about a week ago play Aberdeen-Ron Colley. Uh, The Monarchs were just two losses, both against Class A teams, uh, losing to Florence Henry on a last second shot and then also to Ron Collie. So uh, that's going to be very interesting. Uh, you know, and we're going to talk a little bit about that because these Class B and, and, and A girls teams are heading into the postseason. Uh, that is going on this week. And uh, some really uh, some interesting matchups. You know, a lot of times that, you know, y- that, that first or second round of the region, you say, well, okay, everybody's just kind of, you know, the higher seeds are thumping the lower seeds and they're getting ready mm-hmm. for the Sodak 16. But, you know, in some of these regions, and I'm thinking of region uh, two. Uh, A, in particular, we're going to have some really, really good matchups for sure. Uh, A first round matchup. We've got Great Plains Lutheran against Sioux Valley. And those, I mean, those two teams have each won, what, 15 games at least? Mm -hmm. Uh, One of those teams is putting the balls away, putting the uniforms away by Wednesday. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is, that's pretty remarkable there. And I think that's going to be one of the marquee matchups, at least early in the week.
1: Oh, no doubt. I think that's going to be a great game and, 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 I you know and then it just gonna, it's going to get better from there because <laughs> Sioux Valley and, and Great Plains Lutheran are yeah. have to play our uh, yeah. m- yeah. most likely Flandreau yeah. although you know yeah. you never know but. Right. Flanders had a hot season oh, this year. Oh, they have looked oh. really good. Claire Shepard, yeah. the South Dakota State yes. recruit, yes. fantastic player there. No uh, yeah. Florence Henry and Hamlin, if they end up mm. matching up, that's going to be fun. Yes, it is. Um, could get a Groton Run Roncalli rematch yes. in Region 1. Yes. That might be a tough game.
0: That'll be interesting, too. And, you know, Region 6B, I think there's a lot of interesting games there, even in the opening round. You know, you've got Potter County Celebutes, which mm-hmm. I think is borderline coin, coin flip. You've got Highmore Harold Focton, which I think is a very interesting game. Game, and then you move into the semifinals as you said and uh, it's going to get very very interesting there too as well also a very strong slate of boys games, uh, they're down to their last, well some of them are done already but a lot of them have one or two games left and a lot of them will finish up on Friday night, uh, we've got Aberdeen Christian at Groton, that'll be a very interesting game, uh, you've got Tio Spazina at Millbank, which mm-hmm. again on, on paper is very interesting game uh, you know you've got uh, Leola Frederick at Ipswich, both of those Teams have won a lot of games now. Ipswich, a little bit uh, dinged up here as Trevor Hines the nursing an injury there, but uh, certainly some really interesting boys' games coming up this weekend.
1: Oh, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like that Aberdeen Christian Groton game last year was a fantastic Overtime. game. And, yes, and uh, I expect that to be another good one, too. And mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like you said, Ipswich, they're dealing with some injuries, but uh, they got the firepower to be able to hang uh, with the old no, Frederick, I think. No,
0: no doubt. Uh, and then, of course, we've got state wrestling coming up. That goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday down at the Premier Center in Sioux Falls. Of course, Aberdeen Central with a very strong team, boys and girls, uh, and then a, a lot of really good individuals. I know you did a story, a feature story last week on Redfield's Grady Phi, and you know, he, uh, he's 45-0 and chasing after state championship. We'll see if he gets that accomplished. We got Brody Randall from uh, Hamlin Castlewood, who's 40-0, and and a lot of other really good individuals. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that state wrestling tournament. And then, of course, Northern wrapping up the... Regular season, the Wolves were uh, going to be at Augustana and then at Wayne uh, this weekend. Uh, so a couple of really interesting games there as well. So uh, any any thoughts at all as as we kind of head in, into the home stretch here?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun week here, a busy week, but yeah. uh, you know it's gonna be a fun week with these girls' regions. I think you're gonna see a lot of really good matchups. Like like we said, even right away. Oh yeah. I think we're gonna see some good matchups For and sure. and these this last uh, last few days of boys basketball here. There's some, gonna be some great games. So. And and that state wrestling tournament that's always fun to watch is, you know i i don't i don't get to watch a ton of wrestling throughout right, the year yeah. but I do enjoy watching that state tournament. Oh, there is a lot of good wrestlers yeah. from all over the state.
0: Yep, and you know, I, uh, I I do the same thing. I click on that and you know, you can watch like four matches or yeah. eight matches at a time. So <laughs> by the time I'm done with that for about an hour, I got to go see the optometrist because my eyes are going about eight different ways but it, it really is a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of which, uh, if you're looking for results, we will have them uh, for sure. We run box scores, we run game stories, we run feature stories. Uh, if you're interested in sports in Northeast and North Central South Dakota. We are your source for sports. Check it out daily at sdsportscene.com. We'll have action photos from John Davis. Uh, we'll just have all kinds of sports information on that. Uh, also, uh, check out uh, our easy-to-use app. Uh, it makes it very con- convenient. Uh, I, I, you know, it just, it's just—it's so easy to have that at your fingertips. If you're looking for a score, it's got a great search engine. You can go back. Every single thing that we've done uh, from the last three years is on there. So a very very easy to find and speaking of which happy anniversary this is our marks our third year at sd sports scene so uh, we are just so grateful for the support of our sponsors and our subscribers as we head into a year four we're really looking forward to it looking to add some more stuff so we just thank you very much for being along
1: for the ride and uh, we really appreciate that
0: any other closing thoughts jacob
1: well, it's going, to be a, it's going to be a busy week, and it's going to be busy next month, really. I mean, really, with, with yes. basketball and everything and red yeah. state wrestling. and But it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, also our thoughts and prayers with the, with the Vern, Vern Smith family and, and all those in the Gettysburg, Hovind, Potter County area. So. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, that'll wrap things up for this week's show. Once again, thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day. Have a great weekend. We'll see you at a game, everybody. Please check us out at sdsportscene.com for all of the latest stories, stats, photos, and schedules.